Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.tv. My name is Alan Jackson. To my right on the screen, or audibly, if you're just listening on an audio podcast, there's really no distinction. The voices are going to be coming from the same direction. It's I'm Brian over Jackson. Here. My, I'm over right. here. And no, Seeing it doesn't, here. it doesn't work. No. I, uh, we haven't quite got spatial audio rolled out mm. on the uh, podcast here yet. But um, that is Brian Jackson, my, my brother, my brother in tech, my real brother, my, <laughs> my only brother. <laughs> How you doing, Brian? I'm good. I am good, Alan. I'm glad I, you know this this week that we had off didn't change the fact that I I am your brother. Yep, I am your yep. only brother. Yep. No, yeah, nothing we are happened still... in the meantime that that would change that. That's good. That's Same good. status quo. Nothing has changed at all. So it's mm-hmm. all good. Yep. So yeah. Well, happy How happy was, holidays, uh, man. Yeah. Same to you. Same to you. So you know, just yeah. just a little family background here. Just people who aren't familiar. Uh, you know, we live on opposite ends of the country. So I am in. North Carolina, Brian is in the wonderful state of Oregon and uh, about as far away as two people can get in the continental United States, I believe. Yep. I believe yep. that's been we measured. Really, we tried very hard. Yeah, I think I could be down in South Florida and that might actually be the furthest distance. But here in yeah. North Carolina, and I, could, pretty, I could move far. up to Seattle. I could move to Seattle. You could go. Oh, to that's Miami. true. You do have a and little bit we, of room you could go up yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we obviously did not, we were not. Together, Thanksgiving, uh, our parents typically live in North Carolina. Uh, they did make the travel to the Oregon State area and uh, to yep. visit you yep. out there. I hope everybody had a good trip, a good visit there as well. Yeah, they, and, um, they were very clear that this was the best Thanksgiving they've ever had. And, hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that they were with the people they really wanted to be with. And so, yeah, I mean, we it was, it was their wish. So, I mean, who were we to stand in their way for that? <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now they are headed back uh, tonight. Um, I'm sure they were. I, I think they've terribly upset. That that's enough. That's enough for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're ready to to get back to uh, back to, to back to their world. So uh, no, see, and that is God. That is so strange. I I because the messages, the text messages I was getting throughout the week um, seemed to paint a very very different mental mm-hmm. state that they were in and, and concern about their time there and anxious to get back. And uh, yeah. 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 So yeah. anyway, it's interesting, different, different. So you say so you had, you had one week of texts as opposed to the years of texts that I get from them saying, please get us out of here. Yeah. I got it. No, I got it. No, no see, it, it. They all year round, they're texting you like, Oh, Brian, we just can't wait to be out there. And then when they get out there, they're just like, Oh, we've made a terrible mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're like, wow, we were really, really wrong about. Don't this. know what you got till it's gone. Is kind of the motto we go with now. Is uh, we're ready to go back to North Carolina. Wow. Uh, All joking yeah, aside, yes, fine. I'll be I'll be traveling at 4 a.m. in the morning to go pick up my parents at the uh, or about 5 a.m. Pick them up. They're doing the red eye tonight to come home, yep. right? So, yep. Uh, yep. Put them on the red eye. So. Good. Well, that's great. Well, we're uh, I, I, in all seriousness, I'm glad you guys had a good trip and uh, good, good holiday there, and uh, we did good. here as well. But, you know, Brian, the reason we get together and do this show, Brothers in Tech, is we do talk technology. We talk home, family, personal technology. We, we dabble a lot in home automation. We talk about personal computing. We talk about things for your, your home or family. 
that involve technology. And what better time of the year to talk about new products or technology purchases than right here. We just finished with Black Friday this past Friday, but Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. I think we live for a little bit more is the online shopping that we can do and hopefully find some good deals on the Monday after Thanksgiving. So that's where we are um, right now, having just passed that. Uh, what was that? That was uh, just two days ago, right? It was. That was yes, that was, yeah. that was Monday. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always thought maybe this needs to be like a, a post-Thanksgiving tradition we do every year, Brian. It's kind of a yeah. swapping notes on did we make any purchases, uh, technology purchases on that Cyber Monday? Or are there some items that made it to our cart, but we didn't quite pull the trigger on? And yep. why is that? So this is a chance. It's not really even like a suggestions because some of these things are going to be brand new. We, I, The items I'm going to show just came in today and I have not had a full chance to test them out. So we're actually going to try them out here on, on, on the show. So we're not necessarily saying these are recommendations. These are more of this is things we got or planning to get. And we want to kind of share our experiences with them and what we're hoping they will be able to do for us. That yeah, sound like a plan, Brian. Yep, yep. No, it's it's good. I mean, we. I, and what I'm hoping is if we do make this a yearly thing, right? This just gives me an excuse to actually buy some more stuff next Cyber Monday because yeah. you know for the show, right? I mean, for we, the we show. don't have to do it for the show. Well, like the budget we get from all the major sponsorship advertising we have going on right. the show right now, we need to be funneling that money into something, and I guess purchases for us uh, each year probably Completely. makes the best sense to do. Yeah, because um, really the money's just piled up. I don't know what to do with it. It just well, keeps coming in. There's so much of it. We got to use it. We got to use it. It's not yep. doing us any good just sitting in the corner of my room here. But money. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Let's talk some technology right. things. Um, before we get into that, Brian, just. To kind of do a little recap, how does my camera look? How does the, the camera look compared to what I normally have? Are you notice any difference? Um, it's it's good. It's really good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would assume I would assume that's uh, better than normal. I mean, I usually don't mm-hmm. pay that much attention to you uh, during this, but um, yeah, understood. The, it's a very it's a very good picture. Is this your? Please tell me this is this is a laptop. Did you get a yeah. new laptop? Well, uh, yes. I didn't get a new one. I got one that was repaired, refurbished. Finally, oh, back you, to, no, no, this is you mine. actually repaired yours. Ah, mm, okay. Apple repaired right. mine. Oh, yeah, for a pretty you. penny. Oh, yeah, I had to finally no, remember the trials here. Those of you, all of you yeah. that are listening, that are brand new to the show, have not followed the trials and tribulations here. Uh, water somehow made its way into my laptop, my brand new MacBook Pro that I've only had mm. for five months now, and. um so that caused me to t- send it to three different places with hopes of getting it fixed and no, to no avail. So I finally had to bow down to the Apple gods and say, fine, you may take no my mas. money, rob yeah. me and, and replace my Apple MacBook. So just basically it's the, the same, it's the same computer just with completely new insides sent to me. So it took me about a week to kind of get it back up and running and, and reloaded and back to my my full status here. And uh, 
I just, I, I do really like the enhancement on the FaceTime camera. That yeah. New no, I mean, they're just really great. Very good. Having to go back to the older laptop I had to use for the last month or so during this ordeal really reminded me how nice these new, these new laptop cameras are. So very happy yep. there. Yeah, yep. that's great. And do you have any, do you have any additional lighting on it right now or just your screen? Um, no, I do have a little ring light. Okay. All right. A really small little, uh, Cheap ring light right here. Okay, good. Yeah. That could I clip you, up to you. the uh, corner of my external monitor. And that seems to work pretty good for me. No, no, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, yeah, I, I have to say your, your lighting is good. Your, the image is good. The How does it look without the ring doing light? Thing. I'm just curious. So that's me without the ring light, which mm. is not bad. It's just very not bad. Yes, you've got the shadows. So your computer obviously is to your left, I'm guessing, right? Or some sort Just of computer My external monitor. screen is to my left. Your external monitor, okay. My laptop yep. screen is directly in front of me. Yep. I have nothing to the right. So yeah, so I uh, I like having the ring light. I think it definitely helps. But I have it down pretty low. I don't need a lot mm-hmm. of light, just enough to yep. fill it in. So yeah, cool. Nice. So it looks All good. Right. Yep. Yeah, well, thanks. That was just an update on that. All right, let's talk uh, Cyber Monday or just general holiday yeah. purchases so far. So, uh, Brian, who wants to go first? I, I, well, I why don't you let me go first? Because I, I, you know, I've got a few more things to I think discuss. You have more than I do. Than, uh, yeah. yeah. So let me just first of all say I wasn't I wasn't incredibly active on uh, Cyber Monday. Um, okay. I thought I might be. I had some things picked out that I was excited about, but I was also very gun shy about finances. Um, but I wanted to, uh, so, so I'll bounce back and forth with you a little bit on, um, some of the things I did buy and, uh, and I'll be quick with them because, um, there's not a whole lot new here. Um, Mm -hmm. so let me, let me share you with you, um, the number one thing or the first thing. Mm -hmm. There we go. All right. So the first thing that I bought on Cyber Monday is the exact same thing that I purchased before uh, from mm-hmm. Wise. I, I, Alan, I think I told you about these. Uh, it's been months, um, months, maybe a, maybe even a year ago. Oh yeah, I bought them. I remember these. Yeah, now. right. The little night night lights. The Wise um, night light. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the Wise night light. Uh, of course, people know that uh, Wise is a company that I enjoy trying to get things from. They're fairly inexpensive uh, solutions. Um, not always the most foolproof of, of solutions in terms of their, um, you know, the structure. You have to be a little bit more creative with their use, but it's a great way of saving some money and still getting the effect that you want. So the reason I got more of these, so uh, for those that don't remember me talking about these, uh, I bought, let's see, one, two, three, um, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think I have eight of them now, maybe even nine wow. of those okay. already. Yeah. Um, let me tell you a couple of uses that I have from, oh, oh, actually, maybe just for people that don't know, let me give you a quick little rundown of these and why mm-hmm. they're so great. Uh, they're wireless, they're rechargeable. Um, and what's really slick about them is so they're motion sensor. So the little, the little um, mini screen that's on the front of those is a little mm-hmm. motion detector. So if you walk okay. anywhere close to it, the light comes on. And it will stay on for, I think it's 10 seconds. And then it has a beautiful kind of uh, fade out that it does Mm. after 10 seconds. But what's really, really slick about these is that um, you can tie them together. 
So let's say those three that are on the screen there, if I bought those three and wanted them all to come on when one of the sensors triggers it, like on a staircase, if you're starting to go down a staircase and you happen to have three of these going down the staircase, they all turn on when one of them gets triggered. And you can do that Ooh. by just syncing them up. So you, you know, you turn them on at the same time. And as long as they're right next to each other, they go through a little cycle and they are then synced after whatever, 20 seconds. And then you can go and place them wherever you want. So, uh, Alan, here's here's mine. I brought one with me yep. here. Just so here, let me uh, let's see. Yeah, put me try to think how we can bring that up. Well, I can here. So there you show go. this one. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So here's the. I'm going to try to get it in the camera view so you can see oh, it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, maybe what I should do. Let me. There you go. Oh, there it goes. So you can wow. see you can see the light the lights up top and bottom. Okay. okay. So I'll kind of hold it back here so you can see it a little bit mm -hmm. a little bit yep. uh, clearer. There you go. So when it lights up, it does a really cool you you know put it on the wall. Um, the back of it has a magnet built in, mm -hmm. and they come with little metal plates that stick on the wall. So you can peel off the sticker, put the little tiny little metal plate on the wall, and then magnet it up. And when it's out of charge or out of juice pull it off, go plug it in USB-C, charge it up and put them back on again. And um, they're really slick, uh, inexpensive. Alan, if you'll switch back to my, my the other oh, screen yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So they come as a three pack right now for $20. Uh, the yeah. reason I got another set of these is that, uh, well, one, they were on Black Friday or uh, Cyber Monday, I think, for $9. So $9 mm. for three of them. Oh, wow. I went ahead and ordered another another set. Um, and mainly because the, I will say the battery life of these has felt like it's deteriorated a little bit to where mm. maybe it'll last, you know, two weeks um, and I'm recharging them, which I don't mind so much when it, because we have them going down our hallway. We have them going down a staircase. We have... We even have some kind of slick here. We have some uh, in a coat closet. Mm -hmm. I put two of them. I put one down uh, at the bottom where our shoes are and one at the top where our jackets are, kind of up, uh, up underneath the uh, the ledge. So whenever mm -hmm. I open up the door, both of those come on. It kind of illuminates the uh, down where the shoes are as well as the, the top. Pretty slick. Um, but yeah. the ones that are in high traffic area, like our hallway, that we're constantly going back and forth and it is fairly low lit. Um, so it's, it's going to trigger a lot. Those will go out in about two weeks. So I, I realized that it'd be really nice to just have a set already charged that I can just mm -hmm. swap them for, put the other ones on the charger, not have to worry about losing light um, during that time. So I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, they, I really do wish the battery life lasted longer. And the other thing that I, that kind of annoys me about them is that you do have to resync them every time. So when I go to turn them off to charge them, actually, I haven't tried. I, I should I should take that back. I've actually never tried to charge them while they're still on. I've always turned them mm. off, then put okay. them on the charger. So if you and turn them off to recharge them, you have to resync. you have to resync them. So let me ask you, yeah. Brian. And, and actually, yeah. if you scroll down on that page just a little yeah. bit on your, I know it shows some shots of them in some different settings, and they look really nice. Go. It might give kind of a good idea of what they look like on yep. the wall. Yep. So you, there's no, these have no interaction with like uh, Alexa or no. a HomeKit or anything. No, these are truly these are standalone devices. These are just um, motion activated lights. That's it. What is the process for linking? multiple ones together. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty easy actually. Um, so 
on the on the side you can't really see it too well but there are three mm -hmm. settings there's an off and on and mm -hmm. an auto okay. and when it's on auto what happens is if i had say two or three of these that i wanted to sync together i would turn them on auto at the same time and i just okay. hold them together and when they're close together they'll you'll see them go through a cycle where they're blink blink and i think they do about 20 blinks and as it goes along they start to sync up with one another and after oh, that cool. time they're already synced yeah. so they're okay. kind of just right. recognizing each other uh, as you go along okay so it's that makes good sense pretty easy you know we take them off the charger we have one place downstairs where we have our yeah. three usb-c mm -hmm. cables always plugged in we go put them in take them off immediately turn them on let them sync and then by the time we get back upstairs with them we can just pop them on the wall so so I'm already thinking of some some places where this could come in handy. We have a, a garage, a detached garage that we go out to. And even though when you open up the garage doors to go inside, you know, the, the garage door has a light on it. It's yep. still not yep. a really bright light to illuminate all the way around the garage. You have to go to the back of the garage to flip on the overhead fluorescence, which is kind of a pain to do. I'm kind of thinking that might not be a bad idea. Yeah. If you see some motion in there to see that. And then... um. We have a stairwell um, going upstairs mm -hmm. that there's an overhead light on it, but it's really bright and harsh, and it would be nice to kind of be able to walk up the steps at night. I think the stairwell is where these down. these really look great. Okay. They do look yeah. great. The, the, they shine up and down, like, you know, as you can see on the, the top left mm -hmm. picture there. I don't know. I just think they look so slick. Um, we, have a, we have a staircase that's kind of a two-parter where you're coming mm -hmm. down. And we just have those linked together that if you trigger the one at the top, the next set also is turned on. So it just does yeah. this really cool kind of effect. Um, nice. And then they fade out really nicely too. So like I said, the only issue is that you just have to be comfortable knowing that every so often you're going to go grab all of them, put them on chargers, mm -hmm. put them back up again. Um, to me, I like yeah. that. I, I didn't, I don't mind it. I'd much rather charge than I would changing out batteries changing and, batteries. and pay you know, paying for new. And I certainly didn't want to wire anything. You know, I didn't want it permanent. I just wanted to be able to yeah. put these in different places. Now they claim Brian three months of charging, but you're saying that's not the case. No. Well, the thing is if it's high traffic, I think three months of charging, I think it probably will stay charged three months, but I don't know about continual use, oh, you know, like, okay. we, like if you're walking past it all the time mm -hmm. um, now it does not cut on. That's the other nice part about it. It will not cut on if it's bright enough in the room. Oh, so if your lights are so already on, it won't turn on. Yeah, so it's it, not it's a matter of you've got, dark, you've got an overhead light on. Motion. You don't need to worry about it coming on whenever you yep. walk by. It is light sensitive to it as well. It's lights, yeah. So I have okay. one in I have one in my bathroom that if I happen to get up in the middle of the night, even walk past the door, it'll turn on. So it's kind of a nice not having to fully turn the lights on in the, the bathroom or the bedroom. So yeah, I... I, I think they're slick. I think they look good. I just, you just have to be prepared and comfortable with every so often them running out of juice, which means, you know, if it were me, if you, let's say you decided to put three of these in your, in your, um, uh, in your shed or in your uh, garage, mm -hmm. I would just have a backup set maybe. So that if mm -hmm. you're one of those that's totally comfortable with like, oh yeah, this out, here you go. Pop, pop three new ones on. Cause they're going to go out together if you sync them all up which is kind of nice. You know, they're, they're going to. Well, for that price, I mean, I, I don't want to sound all, you know, uppity on the price, but I mean, for 20 bucks for three of them, yeah, it's not, it's you not really bad. could have a kind of a, a, a spare. <laughs> well, that's why I bought them. That's yeah. why I bought them. Yeah. That's why I bought another set that I just, 
figure I would have some sitting down there where the charger is. And when we take the other ones down to get charged, we can just go ahead and pull the others back and not have to worry about, you know, yeah. having uh, our light out. So anyway, so nice. that's, that was, that was okay. one purchase I did make. So uh, Perfect. I'll bounce Perfect. back to you and then I'll come back uh, afterwards and tell you some more. Yeah. So let me bring up uh, mine. So, um, I did. Okay. Let me, let me back up a little bit here. We've talked in the past about our home automation setups. And one thing I've complained about to some degree is when you have to buy uh, devices from another manufacturer, let's say there's a device you really want to put in your home and it's by a certain manufacturer, you've got a chance right now. And I'd say right now we're probably at close to 50-50 chance of whether that device and that manufacturer will require their own hub to be installed on your network as well. I have some devices in my home that do not require a hub. They came already to where they could be attached to my my home uh, automated setup right away, and I don't need to add an additional hub. Aquara, and I guess I'm saying the name correctly, A-Q-A-R-A, uh, it's a company I did recommend or at least talk about a little bit a while back as something I was exploring and kind of recommending as a company to look at because I like the prices of their devices. Their devices had some good reviews behind them. So I did make the plunge and go ahead and invest in a new setup for my home, and that is involving this Aquara Smart Hub. So the idea here for anybody, again, kind of getting into home automation in general um, if you buy like a light switch, that's a home automated light switch or a smart plug or anything, the instructions will typically tell you, does this require a hub? And a hub is just a device that you connect up to your network and they normally walk you through the steps to do that. It requires power. So it is a powered item. Uh, sometimes it needs to be physically plugged up to like your wire uh, router network Sometimes, like this Aquara Hub, is not wired in. It just needs to be somewhere in your vicinity of your of your area here, and uh, it walks through a setup process like uh, pretty automatically using your phone to do that. Yeah. Yep. So, but the hub is a necessity. In other words, the other devices you get from this manufacturer will not work unless that one singular hub is sitting on your network. You only need one hub for multiple devices but you still got to have that hub. I don't like this, that framework. I, I, I would rather not that be the case because I feel like that's just more devices to have to keep up with. It's more things to keep powered up, all that. But I've also heard that devices work better if they have a dedicated mm-hmm. hub to interact with. So I see little pros and cons with it. Regardless, I went ahead and got the new smart hub from Aquara. You see it here. I actually got it for... $10 less than what you see on the Cyber Monday. So I got it for nice. cheaper, uh, about $39. Just still about as much as I'd want to pay for a hub. I've seen some hubs that are $80, $90 you have to get. And you really start having to do the math on it. Is it worth going with that manufacturer for the devices you want if you're having to add an additional $70 or $80 on there to get the hub? For me, getting this for 40 bucks. And the prices I'm going to show you for the other products I got or other product I got with it started to make sense for me. So it works. The hub itself, um, the the box is really misleading. Uh, The box makes it look like this thing is about, you know, this big around, which is kind of (laughs) what I expected. 
it is seriously that small. It like it is almost a little larger than just like a, a wall outlet uh, plugged in right oh, now, nice. which is kind of okay. crazy. But it actually has to plug directly in. The actual plug on the back plugs directly into the outlet, which means unless you've got a wall outlet with nothing else in the space above it uh, or a some extension cord you can use, you're going to have to kind of figure out where this thing goes um, because it doesn't have a power cord. The actual unit is a plug on the back of it. You plug it in almost like it's an air, air freshener uh, device that you plug into your wall outlet. So anyway, the Aquara, I did get that hub. That's not the the exciting part of my my purchase, though. I didn't just buy a hub and leave it at that and say, well, I'm done. <laughs> um, I did get this for one particular device that I really wanted. And this is a device I did talk about a while back as a recommendation, I believe, but I didn't have one at the time. And that is the, let me see if I've got it pulled up. Yes, that is the wireless mini switch. Okay. Nice. So what we're dealing with here. I know this looks extremely simple, and when I describe it, it also sounds very simple. But it's amazing to me that this is not a more popular thing for a lot of people using, and I'm so excited to start using these. I love my setup in my den. You see the lights behind me, Brian, right now. You know, And if I were to do yeah. a, hey, Siri, turn off den lights, you will see all the lights behind me go off, okay? Nice. I like my setup. The problem is right now, everything is only voice activated or going onto my phone and hitting the home app and switching it on. I've disabled the old fashioned light switch in here that used to work with the overhead lights back before we got in here. Um, so it really has to know you have to walk in and tell Siri what you want. She does it. But what if those situations where you want to have it controlled not by your voice, you'd like to have that same traditional push button, um, kind of a little more tactile device to turn these lights on. Let's say if you got a guest over and I mean, you, they're walking into this room and they don't know how to talk Siri. They don't know the exact command to use. They don't know the room name, whatever. It's something still nice about having that device there, but ideally you want it to where both a button and your voice and your phone can all work in tandem and either of them control it the way you want it to. So what I did is with this mini switch, it is a simple button. And I'm going to actually bring my, it is a singular button. If you can kind of tell there's like a circle in there. Yep. It has three functions. It has a single press that you can program. So if you just press it one time, you can do a double press. You click it twice and you can do a long press where you press, click and hold it for a couple seconds, three different mm -hmm. things you can program this button to do. So what I'm going to do, Brian, is I'm actually going to show you uh, once you get this. Um, yep. So if I go into my home app, I have added this button now to my home kit. You see the button icon down there in the bottom right. Oh, the creatively named button. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is named button. That's okay. what I'm going mm -hmm. to call it. That is the name I can remember. <laughs> so button, it shows me the battery level, 75%. Uh, it's not charging at the moment. Um, I've got it attached by den. When I actually set this thing up, it said, what room do you want to have it in? Okay, so now here's the key is I see actions. I see single press, double press, long press. If I say I want to go ahead and add a single press, I want the single press to do the den lights. That is the command I just gave in here a second ago. So if I say, yep, I want that to happen, 
then there it is. It says, okay, when DIN button single presses, it's going to turn on the DIN lights. All right. Nice. So now let's go ahead and give this a shot and see if it works. And hopefully it does. Um, so if I've got my button, let's see. Okay. So there's that. Go, um, go back. Go back to your app and see. Oh, try no, I just did it. There you go. I just pressed there it. Go. There it went. Probably now I'm just up. wondering if I press it again. Same thing. Yeah. I okay. think I'm going to have to change, set it to program to like double press it to turn it off, to turn yep. the lights off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is one thing I've noticed with these buttons. That's the one thing that kind of hit me when I ordered this is that you can single press, tell it to turn on something or single press, tell it to turn off something, but to have the same single press function much like a, like a light alternate. switch would. Yeah. Where it's like, it's always going to alternate between an on state and off state. I don't know how that's done. So I would have to go and program this. I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. Say double press. It's I'm going to do the same dim lights. But I'm going to say that they're going to turn off. Um, hold on a second. I got to get these all set to turn off. We'll see if this works. Okay, so now I'm telling it. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's going to work. Does it only do one thing? <clears throat> oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, okay. I got it. Yeah, so basically because I've set up den lights to be a scene like mm -hmm. turn on den lights. I don't have a scene set up and programmed to turn them all off. But if I create a scene that turns off all those lights, I can attach <clears> that to any one of these buttons presses here. So it has to be, a scene. it is, can't be, it can't be like a, no, I can do individual action group command, too, but I've got, well, yeah. Yeah. But you don't have something. I mean, right now, how do you, how do you tell it to turn it off? I can say, your Siri, hey, Siri, turn off den lights, and it will turn them off. So, there, okay. so there's not a, an action for turn off den lights on there? No, because I think be because it. I use scenes, which is something I don't need to do. I did scenes mm -hmm. as a while back just to try it out. I think if yeah. I just group all the lights together as a group right, and just right. say, then I can toggle this, tell it double touch is turning it off, single press is turning it on and do that well if it's can you can you uh alan can you set it up uh try setting it up for just one light like can you set it can you just click and say a uh, double uh, one single click is the fan light on and oh yeah sure hold on because i'm i'm interested okay. to know if if that if it's just a single device does that allow you to click once and have it turn off or does it have to just be oh. on and off yeah i'll, I'll show you I'm, i should be sharing this i don't know why i'm not yeah so yeah so if i go in and say okay my single press instead of it being a, a scene i want to do yeah i'm going to say let's not do a scene but i want it to be a single light to single here are yep. all my lights um so fan, fan light, light. maybe <clears throat> okay Okay, so it looks like it is going to be, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it'll. 
So now I'm saying that's my fan light. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to turn it off first. Well, try clicking this. anyway. Just That's what I was wondering, if if that does a toggle. Nope. Yeah. Let me just try so this. It if is I do double on. press. Okay. If I do double press and I want to tell it to be the fan light, but I want the fan light to be off like that. Hmm. Well, it did take a minute last time, too. To, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think it so just takes a minute to get it synced in through the on. module. Okay, let me show it again. Mm-hmm. That was on. Yep. That's off. That's on. Nice. That's good. It's off. Okay. So something yeah. like that's going to work. I wish yep. there was a way to, to have that single press toggle. To just toggle. Yep. Yeah, it would be ideal, but... And maybe there is. Again, I just got this in like two hours yeah. ago. So I'm still trying that out. But again, the idea of mounting this, it does come with its own, um, comes with a little mounting ring that you can peel off and affix mm-hmm. it to anywhere you want, surface-wise. It does run on a, a coin battery in the plate there. Um, pretty easy. Okay, to, so to there, was a, there, was a, there was an option there mm-hmm. that said something about charging, not charging. So what was that? Was that just a home kit option? Yeah, that's a that's a home okay. kit kind of uh, function where it's just saying, yeah, it's going to. Uh, can you show the uh, Can you show the the app for the the actual device itself that you read? The Aquara app. Yeah. Yep. So there's okay. my home. That's my hub and my button. See, it says charging state, not chargeable. Okay. Um, yeah. I wonder if... Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to see if there's some option in here to change yeah, to a toggle status. To like alternate. Yep. You would think there would be something. anything with that. So. All right. Well, that's more examination we'll need to make on that. Um, and that also has some automation at the bottom. What is what is that? Okay. Uh, sign in. I have not signed in yet. So I need yeah. to check into that. So I'm guessing there's yeah, some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking there, there might be some way where you can tell it to, you know, at a certain time of night, uh, let's say that the, the button was for a light downstairs and at a certain time of the night, always turn that light off, right? Go ahead and do the double click at, Certain time oh, of yeah. night, if you have automation, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Now, I can set up the timers. That's not a problem. I could say, go ahead and trigger this. Um, I do that outside of the button itself. I do that just in HomeKit in general. Um, the key is just, yeah, I, I, I would rather this be a single click for on and a single click back off. Yep. Uh, yeah. Right now, the double click, I mean, I can work with that. I can train us that, you know, that is the way we do it. It's still for people, it's easier to convey that than an audible voice command they have to give or using their phone to do it. So I do like the functionality of just the simple click button. I just, yeah. I wish I could toggle it on and off. So anyway, where do you, where that, do you plan on putting that? Where do you plan on using it? So I'm going to put this basically right when you walk into the den, there is a place where mm-hmm. the old light switch used to be that controlled the, the, the old fan light. 
Yeah, that's where I'm going to put it because it's the most nasty entry point for everybody, and we're kind of used to there being a switch right there already. Um, so it's going to be right cool. there. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm already the, thinking the in our, my studio back in my office. I've got three yeah. or four rooms where we have nice big lighting setups, and that's what we turn on those lights whenever we're in those studio rooms. Uh, right now, we don't use the overheads that are built into the room. We use the actual studio lighting. And I've got them all tapped into a HomeKit action uh, grouped together. But right now I have to either use Siri or I have to go into my phone to turn them on. So I, I plan to put one of these in each of the studio rooms. So that way, even when guests come in, they just know they can press that and turn on everything automatically. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's the simplest thing, but I can't understand why more people haven't jumped on these because I think this would be the easiest bridge for people that are used to traditional light switches or buttons or other things mm-hmm. to do, but they want to have the automation of saying, I want that switch to control eight different lights at one time, or I want it to do other things. This is the way you do it. And these things are uh, $18. So yeah, that's super slick. I, I do wish, like you know, I do wish they had an option that was a, maybe a toggle switch, a two-sided mm-hmm. button, something like that would be, would it be pretty nice, but I guess that goes away a little bit from just the simplicity in usability, right? If it's a toggle, then some people, you know, would rather just have a single button. Um, but I, I will, I think I, I think I mentioned to you this, uh, this to you before, but I am definitely going to be getting one of these for my bedside table because the number of times where I go in um, to uh, go into the bedroom after my wife has already, you know, been in for a while sleeping, and I do not want to have to verbally say, you know, good night, which is our mm-hmm. which our routine, you know, in order to get yeah. the lights cut off. The number of times I've had to say it three or four times before it hears me. Yeah. I just want a button on my side so that I don't have to wake her up. Because uh, I love the fact that we have our automation of good night does all the lights throughout the house to make sure they all go off. Yeah. So I love having that. But I don't want to have to pull my phone out and dig through the the Alexa app to get to exactly. everything. So, it's yeah, that's perfect. It's the idea of having yeah. options. It's just different yeah. options, different ways to interact with your your home automation scenes or routines or devices. You know, I took a look on the Aquara app and their site. I mean, they do sell light switches, just like Lutron does. The ones that you, but they all require wiring. I wish there was, like you said, a toggle light switch function looking device that was just a mount on the wall and it acts the same way this button did just with a toggle switch. Yep. That'd be perfect. I would jump on those and put those on every room I've got. But um, I don't know. That's a weird omission. I just don't know why we're not jumping on that. Why people aren't making those. Because the idea of having to go in and rewire your light switches to make light traditional switches with toggle buttons or with a physical switch up and down, why you have to go and rewire everything to make it work when all you want it to do is control a, a Alexa or home. Oh, wireless. Oh, wireless. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yep. I don't get it. So yeah, um, that would be nice. That's on my wish list, but um, that was my picks. The Aquara so far. I like the price. I like pretty simple setups. Uh, I like the size of the devices are great. Uh, the, the way they look very unassuming, not a lot of flash to them. I like simple yep. to put in your place. So I, I like everything so far. So very cool. All right. Well, right. I will, uh, I will one circle, circle back with you probably in another week or two. And if it's still working, then I'll definitely be yep. jumping on those. Um, and by the way, for people that don't know that Aquara company, I just did a quick search. They also have, 
lots of great uh, with the same hub that you can get the um, leak you know leak detectors mm-hmm. and things like that. They have a number of those things that are also they're very similar to Wise and that you know they're an inexpensive approach to some of these solutions. So I think that's great. And I will say the Aquara, everything is HomeKit compatible. So that's why nice. I'm leaning more Aquara yeah. where you've been more wise in the past. Both are yep. good products. We like the prices on both of them. It's just, for me, it's got to yep. be HomeKit. For Brian, yep. it doesn't have to be. So, yeah. Well, let me let me jump back in with uh, yet another wise uh, purchase um, because this was a, and this was a, um, last minute, I think it was the last hour of <laughs> Cyber Monday. I just put the night lights into my cart and I kind of, I, I don't know if they plan on this, Alan, but I kind of feel guilty when I'm doing an order through a company like that for only $10, which is what yeah. the night lights were. Part of me was like, well, maybe I should order a second set. Oh, Brian, did you really feel shamed that you added something to your cart just because you didn't want to like you're only buying ten dollars worth of stuff <laughs> yes yeah i did well wow. not not just that no 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 i no it wasn't that i felt oh. shame about it it's like you had to pay shipping there is shipping with those i think it was oh, like two or three dollars oh, yeah. of shipping and i'm like well if yeah. i'm gonna ship a box right let's let's go ahead and try something let's else pack out. it up man <laughs> let's make it a big box so go you ahead know, and Brian, share what i what i did here yeah brian i don't know if this is i mean you should understand that the people at wise they all sit down, the executive team all sit around a big table and they watch their orders coming in. They are very, very embarrassed when they see somebody with only $10 in their shopping cart. I completely, I, I know, I know those, those people must know me by name now. So, um, right. so I, I took a, I took a chance at a, another set of wireless headphones and, uh, right. And the reason I did, as you can see, the current price of these, this is their entry-level Wise Buds um, at $43. It was $24 on Monday. Um, so mm-hmm. I threw them in to give them a shot. Um, and the reason I did is, Alan, I'm starting to recognize that I spend a lot of time with my earbuds on now. You know, when I go for, uh, when I walk the dog, when I'm on mm-hmm. Zoom calls, when I'm, um you know, sometimes I, when I'm just on phone calls that I want to put the the, Air, the AirPods in. And I love my AirPods, but um, there are things that I don't want to do with them, like work out. I don't really want to mm-hmm. exercise and sweat in them because I, I care about them too yeah. much that I don't want to damage true. them. So I wanted a cheap pair. And I know there are tons of cheap pairs of earbuds out there. You can find kind of Chinese companies that will make them for this same price. But given that I, you know, appreciate Wise and their company, I uh, decided to go after uh, a pair of these. Uh, and just a couple of notes on it. it they, they do seem like they are fairly good for exercise and all of that. Sure. They do have uh, Amazon Alexa built in. So you can press mm. the button and speak through Alexa to do different things. That's not really going to matter to me. What I did want to make sure is that if I was going to use these to work out in, that they would be compatible with the Roku, which I hope it is that I can connect it so that when I'm in my gym and we have, uh, you know, the Roku is what we, we have kind of up in the, up in the gym for us to, to work out with. Um, you remember that I recommended having the remote that I bought for the Roku mm-hmm. that has my headphone plug in it. Um, and that's been great, but that's great when I'm riding the bike or doing the rower not so much when I'm wanting to jump around and do other things. Yeah, the cord gets sure. in the way. So, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving these a shot. Um, for people that are interested, I 
you know, this, this is their entry level. There is another one which I debated on, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to spend the money on these. I think these were for sale also for maybe, I don't know, 20 bucks less than this or something. But so I, I would assume yeah, Brian, the, the difference between the base level and the pro that you're showing us right now, probably much like what Apple tries to position with yep. the AirPod pros, probably better. Is it got any noise cancellation? Is that something? Yep. On the pro level? Yep. It's got the active noise yeah. cancellation on that one. Yeah. Um, I think it's supposed to, it's got the transparency mode and all of that stuff that you're yeah. expecting. I think the microphone's supposed to be better. So okay. let me go back actually to the other one and the other one, you can see some of the, um, it's pretty much a, you know, yeah. fairly simple. I think it's, you know, music and it does now. I was pretty excited about the battery life, you know, 27 mm -hmm. hours of battery life, pretty good. good. And if I'm going to work out in it, it just needs to be something that, I can hear what's going on. Yeah. I don't have to have the greatest in music, but it needs to be light and I don't need to feel too guilty if one of them were to fall out on a run or something like that. So, well, yeah. and that brings up a good point. You know, people, I've gotten questions from people about headphones, especially with the AirPods. And I think the same applies for these two levels here saying, you know, well, what really, I mean, do I need AirPods or AirPod pros? And I think the question yep. here would be, do you need a wise or a wise pro right. or a wise buds, a wise buds pro? And yes, the noise cancellation is one big key thing. I think the pro levels of these, the idea is that you put these things in your ear, they create a little bit more of a seal in your ear, and then they're really designed to where if you didn't want to hear things on the outside, you will not hear yeah. them. Yeah. But you also have a transparency mode that you mentioned these do as well on the pro level, where if you turn on the transparency mode, you can still hear things going on the outside. You're still yep. getting good sound, but it's allowing other sounds to come out if somebody's trying to talk to you or somebody's trying to reach you for anything. Yeah, it's kind of a safety safety issue too. If you're out and yeah. about, you can you know hear if you're on a bike or something like that. You, you don't want to be completely sealed off from the rest of the right. world. Um, but they create more of that tight seal in your ear where the original buds and the original AirPods, just like the one I've got in right now, they just kind of sit in your ear. They're yep. not meant to close off the sound coming into your ear. Therefore, it's not going to be the best sound you're going to be hearing because the best sound is if you've got a really closed up ear with just the noise being pumped into it. Um, so sound quality and that that yep. noise cancellation is really the big factors there we're dealing with. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did like how these, you know, the the buds, which are ones on the left here, um, you know, they do have the silicone tips, which means yeah. it's going to fit it's in nice. a little bit better. A little better. It's going to probably small. It's going to fit in the, cav in the, the ear cavity. Yeah. The the pros are very similar to the AirPod Pro, as you can see on the right, the design. Um, I assume with the little, you know, the, the little dongle hanging down means that the microphone is going to be better, you know, if you were taking it on calls and stuff. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm not thinking of using these for calls. This is going to be, yeah. I'm going to go out and walk the dog and I don't mind if I'm in the rain and yeah. I'm going to do it while I'm working out and I'm not caring so much if it falls um as opposed right. to my airpod pros i do not want them falling <laughs> and, these are a little uh, bit more of your your burner air, your that's right. I mean, <laughs> yeah they're just yeah, ones that you are. know if, if you were to lose them you lost yeah between 25 and 45 bucks right. tops and uh yeah so I the only the only thing i'm concerned about is this you know as long as the connection is good yeah. Right. As long as it's not one of these things when you put it in and I'm working out and the connection goes in and out and all, as long as the connection is solid for what I want to do, 
I don't even have to have the greatest of sound. I just need to, you know, be able to have something that is wireless and, uh, and work. So, yeah. So I'm giving, I'm giving them a shot. Uh, again, I haven't gotten them yet, so we'll see, uh, we'll see how they, uh, if I'm still feeling good about them in uh, another week yeah. or so. Good. Well, I'd like to hear right. back on that. I'm kind of curious about yep. that myself because that I am building a home gym down in our basement at the moment. And, uh, Ooh. Nice. So I plan to have, I want to have like a set of headphones just sitting there, yep. staying yep. down there all the time. That's my but that's plan. That's what I yep. use. So I don't have to bring my nicer headphones down or worry about it all the time. So that would yep. be a good set for that. That works out. Good. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to show my, my second and last item. And this is an item sure. I have not bought yet, but it is one that I wanted to, uh, that is very tied in with everything I'm just talking about. Um, Back to Aquara, since you've been on Wise pretty much this whole time. I'm on Aquara <laughs> stick with pretty it. much this whole time. I might as well stick with it. Um, let me show this. Uh, I can't remember if this was discussed or not, Brian, but I have oh, hold on, let me let me before I show this. Oh, okay. Yep. You see behind me, this is my home theater room. I've got two windows right here behind me. Both windows have sets of curtains. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm wanting to watch something in here, I typically go and close both sets of curtains if I want to have a good viewing experience. I only get sunlight really coming in here bright, like maybe an hour or so a day because sun goes pretty low in the sky out this way. But um, I really just hate having to manually go up and open and close these things all the time. So I am planning, and this made it to my cart, but for a particular reason, <laughs> I'm having to research some more. I did not pull the trigger yet. These are smart curtain motors, okay? Nice. So here's the way this works. Now, it, it's pretty adaptable in that it can work with multiple types of blinds or curtains. But this little box actually hangs onto your curtain rod or your curtain track if you're, you're on a track rod that you've got. And it's got a little roller. It's kind of hard to see on the very top of it. It's got a roller. So basically it is hanging there. And when you trigger it to close, it rolls itself. And as it's rolling, it is pushing or pulling the curtain blinds with it. Okay. So the idea becomes that it will then, you put it at the end of your, your curtain. So it's going to pull the furthest end of your curtain and it knows the distance to go to get to the middle. It gets kind of trained on doing that the first time. So if you have two of them sitting on your, your curtain rods at either end and you say, okay, let's close the blinds. It's time for a movie. They roll themselves together. And while they're doing it, they're pulling the blinds and curtains with them. Nice. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, this will also work with a rod. If you have a curtain rod, oh, I was gonna, this yeah, thing okay. has a kind of a hook on it that goes around the rod. And yeah, it looks like that, if you can see. Huh. So that's how it works on a rod, if you have a, a rod curtain instead of a track curtain. So you choose kind of the um, rod version or the track version when you buy it. And that determines what attachments come with it at the top there. Um, so... I'm excited about this. I love yeah. it. it's movie time and that means lights go out and, and the curtains pull closed. Um, just like anything else with home automation, you could also per certain time every night, always open them up or close them at a certain time of the day, whatever yeah. you choose to do. I've 
even saw that, you know, there's ways you can tie it in, say, if you base it, you know, you base it on sunrise or sunset. Say, hey, it's mm-hmm. sunset. Let's go ahead and open them up. Right time outside. Um, you got some different options on what to do there. But the idea now, here's the reason I did not pull the trigger on it. Um, obviously, if you have a setup like I do back here, I'm going to have to have four of these guys to make it work the way I'm set up right now. So that starts to get a little treacherous for me of saying, okay, am I really wanting to put that much money into this? So I'm trying to determine right now is do I change this setup and just have one curtain per window? And it's just the curtain rod. The curtain is just going to open from left to right, like the full width of the window or not. So I can get by with just having two of these guys. Because there's something about not having to you keep have to buy a big bigger curtain there, don't you? You also have to buy the bigger curtain. Yeah, yeah I have to get a new curtain. So I'm yeah, trying yeah, to balance yeah. out what makes more sense. Yeah. I like the look of the the two curtain. I mean, this is a much mm-hmm. better look, kind of closing them. It kind of re- resembles an old movie theater, kind of open and closing. You know, yeah, like they yeah. do. I agree, but it does mean four of these devices that I've got to have batteries for and keep charged up and manage and all that. And it also, like as you can see, they're a hundred bucks each. I mean, they're not cheap. So right. you are looking at a little bit of an investment if you decide to do this. Uh, the track version is $10 cheaper for whatever reason. Um, the version went to run on a track you can get for $90 instead of $100. So, so that is <laughs> – I'm hmm. measuring. I'm just kind of running some different analysis to see what makes better. Um. And I, I'm just absolutely making sure that it's going to work with the track I've got on my curtain rod. Um, looks at this for their actual rod, like the actual, you know, uh, rod curtain we're going to put it on. The one negative feedback I've heard about this from people who use it with the curtain rod is that the diameter of that curtain rod has to be within a certain specification for this mm-hmm. to work. So in other words, this will not work on just any side you've got has to be between so many and so many millimeters to work because it's got to be able to snap to the rod and it's got to have enough tension to make the roller work underneath it to roll up yeah. and down the rod. Yeah. Um, so that's the one negative feedback I saw used for people saying, Hey, uh, there's not, it's not like just all rod curtain sizes will work with this thing. You got to get specific sizes. So yeah. just be mindful of that. Yeah, that's that's one thing that makes me a little nervous of rollers like that because obviously it has to have the right friction on there to grab it. What if your mm-hmm. what if your curtain rod gets dusty and it starts to spin and slip, you know, as it's trying to pull? So then you got to realize what kind yeah. of curtains do you have? Do you have curtains that are loops at the top, or what kind of tension or friction is there, and how much is it having to pull? And you know, I think the beauty is, right, if you know you have the right curtains that will work with it, I'm sure it would be great. Um, but yeah. taking a runner on it and expecting to be able to use it with other curtains in the future or other rods in the future sounds like that's the, the gamble. Yeah, right? that is the truth. Yeah. Now, that's with the rod. The track version supposedly is a little bit more universal where as yeah. long as you have yeah. a track running like I do on mine, mine have the track with the little hooks that feed into the track and those hooks hook onto mm-hmm. the curtain. That supposedly works fairly universally. It's the rod okay. that's a little more suspect if you're yeah. going to use a rod version. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm excited to give this a shot. I'm just trying to decide how yeah. far, how deep I want to go into this. Is it really worth it all that for right. me to be able to have this little minor convenience in my day every day? But um, 
but I also just think, I, I think just overall ambiance and, and scene setting, it would really be, it's going to be really nice. So uh, well, it really is the next step in true laziness and uh, yeah. ability to, you know, sit on the couch and do nothing. So congratulations well, I'll tell you, on I would, at least considering it. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I would feel so much better if these things were $40. Oh yeah. If they were about 40 bucks. I'd say, you know what? I'm doing it. It's, it's good yeah. at, at 90 to hundred bucks. It's, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough one to swallow. And unfortunately I'm not finding that many other great competitor models that are any different price wise. Um, there's a one major manufacturer that that's kind of well known for making these. They function almost exactly the same way as what you're seeing here. Um, but they're the same price. And so there's really no difference. My thing is I've already got the hub for Aquara. So I've already yeah. got that taken care yep. of. So if I'm going to go with them, I'm going to go with one that I already have the hub for. So sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's my cool. potential. Well, I mean, let's check in a few weeks and see if I made nice. the plunge or not. And I'll definitely report back on how they work. So, all right. Well, I've got a couple more things. One, I'll tell you another, uh, purchase that I actually did make, but there's no reason for me to spend much time on this because it's the exact same thing that you just presented uh, about a week ago or two weeks ago. Nice. Okay. So So I did end up, I did end up buying the Synology uh, two bay NAS. Um, And Alan, you and I did communicate via text about uh, a used one that I had found and I was pretty excited about it. It was a four bay because I thought, well, I've got to one up you somehow. And, uh, (laughs) Found a used one. It looked really good. Um, I, I thought it would be a great, great price. It was, I don't know, what was it, two hundred dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. I even sent a sent a uh, offer on it, and the person did not get back with me about a day, which gave me enough time to do a little more research on it. Turns mm-hmm. out that the one that I was making an offer on would not work with um, a Plex server because really? it did not have enough. It, you know, I read. I read reviews to say that if it it needed more RAM, built-in RAM, in order to truly be an effective Plex server, which is, hmm. of course, what this has, the yeah, two gigabytes sure. of RAM. Oh, yeah. I think that one was a 512 megabytes or something like hmm. that. And it, someone said that, no, that's not good for a, a Plex server. So that caused me to look at lots of those that were used on uh, the marketplace. And sure enough, most of them were ones that were... Uh, mm. not at the level of uh, RAM as this one has. So so I ended up buying this. And, and one of the main reasons I pulled the trigger on it, it had been in my card already, um, was that I think the the price I got it for was 230 or 239 oh, wow. Okay, So it was like good. $60, $65 off on Monday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got that coming in. Um, and then I did decide to go with the used. I found some used hard drives. Um, oh, yeah. That's I fine. think the West, Western Digital Black 4-terabyte mm-hmm. hard drives uh, for yep. like 70, 75 each. So, okay, good. so I've got those all together. That's going to put me about, you know, four 4.75, something like that for uh, a system. And uh, I'll be coming to you to, to try to figure out uh, – how to set it up. So there you go. Well, look, I am, mine has still been running like a dream. I'll go and tell you, I have not, I, it's been up this entire time. I haven't taken it down for any reason. That's not a problem. Nice. Uh, It's done. Time machine backups run so nice and fast. Well, I mean, they're still, they're still over the network. So keep in mind, they're not going to be as fast as like a drive plugged up, connected right to your computer, but to be anywhere in your house on, on, um, 
on a wireless network and have it run a time machine backup. It just does it automatically. It's so nice. The Plex server, I'm just so happy with. I mean, I really click a button and I'm the movie's playing. Oh, that's and great. It's yeah, I can't wait. Great. So I'm very happy. And I'm still got half my storage available. Just if there's something I need to put up there. So you're saying that's, that's half of one drive because you've got the other one duplicated. That's it. right. Yep. I'm cloning. Yep. So it's, it's using one of my eight terabyte yep. drives and I've only used four terabytes with all nice. my Plex media, with all my time machine backups, everything. I've still got half that drive empty and I don't know wow, what to do with great. it, but it's nice to know if I did have to load something up or got, access to a lot of video I need to put up there. I've got plenty of room for it. So you're going to be in a great setup on that. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll maybe wrap us up unless you have another one. Do you have anything? I don't, I'm done. I'm tapped out. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me wrap up with the one thing that is in my cart that I did not go for, um, that I have been wanting to go for, uh, but I just can't justify it. So Alan, if you'll pull this up. Um, so this is something that, um, (laughs) Alan, the lost episode, Alan, of Brothers in Tech, where uh, we we had to delete the uh, the poorly audio uh, audio uh, episode with Bill. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that, that the, lost, the lost episode. episode. The lost yeah. episode. So yeah. luckily, not many people uh, heard that episode. But what was great about the episode was this was Bill's um, this was Bill's bit that day, okay. and uh, Bill has this. And he glows on it. And uh, so I had been looking into it. And so let me explain really quickly what it is. So if you'll notice what it looks like, it looks mm-hmm. like a clone of an Apple charger, right? An Apple charger brick where the, the mm-hmm. uh, outlet flips up there in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And it plugs in, or I should say the plug flips in. And it's got some ports in the front to be able to, to uh, plug in cords. Well, what the beautiful, beautiful part about this is this is a power bank plus a plug. So what happens is if I were to put in my USB-C to plug into my MacBook, the cord into the front of this, plug it into the wall, and it's going to go straight off of the the power of the wall. It's going to charge my my MacBook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I unplug it, it's got power built into this brick. So now it backs up and charges my phone or whatever else I have plugged into the front as well. So this thing doubles Mm -hmm. as a this would be the one thing you would put into your bag that would not only be your outlet to plug in at a, you know, if you're at a hotel or something, you pull out one thing, you can plug in three Mm -hmm. devices, but also if you don't have power, you've got a power backup now. So it's a, Mm -hmm. uh, um, allows the, let me see, try to look at the uh, information of how much power is in it. Where is that? Oh, 10,000. 10,000 milliamp hours uh, mm-hmm. that are built into it. So once it's charged, it's able to run without being plugged in and um, and juice I, some of your devices. So in theory, just if people are trying to understand how this would work, if you were, if you plug this thing into your wall, yep, it not only is a power brick basically for your laptop or, or device, but it's also charging the battery on the inside of it. Right. But then right. if you take go on the road or you take it away, pl- unplug it from the wall, you could theoretically power your laptop or devices mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time 
just off yep. that charged up battery brick now. Yeah. So you're like, you know, just like you would with a backup battery that many people have, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which I have as well, which is the other reason I'm having a hard time pulling the trigger on yeah. this yeah. is I'm thinking, well, this is great in that it'll condense one, two devices into one, right? When I go travel, I'm going to be mm -hmm. carrying the laptop charger brick and I'm going to be carrying probably a backup uh, battery backup for my phone in case I run out of juice. Yeah, this would be one device for both of those things. Um, now it was on. It was on. Uh, well, you can see right now. Actually, it's twenty percent off. Um, it's still mm -hmm. for the Black Friday deal right now. It was seventy something, but still, that's a bit much for me to pull the trigger on something I already have. I already yeah. have these components. <laughs> if it was fifty, I probably would have mm -hmm. done it because. I just think uh, Anchor does a good job with their devices. Oh, no, I mean, they're I'm great really products. Um, this is one of those products, Brian, that I, I'm sitting here saying to myself, no, nah, I don't need it. Um, but it would be the kind of product that when I did you need use it, all the time. I would, well, I would probably, never uh, yeah. not use it again. So, yeah. Well, I would, I would never use my, I would never use my laptop charger anymore. Right. This would go in my bag. Oh, this should sure. be what yeah, I tar yeah. charge things mm -hmm. with. And then I automatically know that if I get stuck, I have a backup um, yeah. for uh, for other things, my phone, my watch, my mm -hmm. whatever. Right. I just need the cables. So. Yeah. So anyway, you know, and it, and it is set up for uh, fast charging and all of that. It's a it's a nice device. So th this would be one of those that sits in my my. Uh, my cart and mm -hmm. if they do another big time sale i may may jump on it but uh right now i'll tell I you my little secret it. my little secret is i put it in the cart and then i let it marinate there it for a little percolate while. yep and then i'll probably dump it to the save for later so it shows up in the bottom part of your cart page on amazon but it's not in your shopping cart it's like i've saved it that's uh, where I go back and I review that safe for later to see if the prices have changed or anything else. That's prompting me to say, all right, do I really want to pull the trigger on this now or not? So, yeah. 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 I mean, look, I see the value and believe me, if I was traveling more like I used to be traveling for work and in, in airports all the time or in different you know, venues or restaurants and needing to work or coffee shops, I could totally see me using this yep. so much yep. more often, but Yep. not traveling as much as I used to. And I pretty much have power available to me. Like I've already got a laptop charger set up at my office. I've got one here at my home. I've got one in my bag. I'm like, I'm pretty well covered everywhere I go for the most part. And my laptop's always with me. That's why I charge my phone off of or other devices. But again, I say all that, but the minute I were to go somewhere and not have those mm -hmm. things or need power or need battery, uh, I'd be kicking myself for not having one of these. So. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, I, I if I'm traveling, I've got a, a small backup battery that I'll take with me. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm traveling with my laptop, this is the one thing that I haven't thought, right? It's like, if I'm traveling with my laptop, I know I'm going to have that extra, the, you know, the, brick. the power brick, the brick, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's taking up space. Plus, I'm going to have the thing that's going to be, I mean, I guess technically I don't, right? You've got the power brick, plus you have the laptop itself is a charger mm -hmm. for your your mm -hmm. devices, you plug that into the laptop and use its yeah. battery, but it's traveling more often. Yeah. If you're someone who travels more often, this I think is a, is a really oh, slick device to, to trim down to. Yeah. The question to ask yourself is, do you run into situations where, boy, I wish I had a way to charge this up or I wish I had a little more juice and I can't get access to a wall uh, outlet or 
anything like that. Yep. If that happens to you and you've had those situations, then this would be a perfect solution. But yep. Yep. I haven't had them, so I don't I don't feel the burning sensation to put the money down. Now, like you said, that well, was let's not talk about your burning cessations at all. Yeah, I'd rather not right. stick with that. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. If it was fifty. Yeah, that's what I that's what my target. If I saw it for fifty, I might like say that's worth just on having it. in my bag just to have. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. It would just be nice that that's the one thing because right now I do carry my power brick with me every mm-hmm. day to, back and forth to work with my laptop. Yeah. This would just replace that. And at least I know now I have no need to change anything else out and add anything else to my bag. That's that's everything. So yeah. So we'll Agreed. see. We'll see. Okay. All right, man. Well, it sounds like we made some purchases. Yeah. We have some items right. in our save for later pile on the shopping cart. A um, couple of items that we are going to have to follow up on and see how we do. Yeah. You with the new NAS that you bought in. And again, that network attached storage that you got the disk station 220 mm-hmm. plus. 220 plus. Right, yep. Like I got. Yep. Yep. Anxious to hear how your setup process goes with that. I will be researching more. I want to find more of the, if there's ways to get better functionality out of this little push button guy. Um, then what else are we following up on? Um, the way wise earbuds that I got. In all the, the earbuds rods. you've got mm-hmm. coming. If I decide to go forward with the curtain rods at some point yeah. soon, I'll report on that. So we got a lot of things to kind of follow up on. Yeah. We'll just need to make sure we carve out a few minutes every show to follow up on any outstanding items we've got or uh, well we've got plenty of time because we never we never talk that long so we've got plenty of time to no, no. I mean, we keep these ups. shows tight mm-hmm. tight and quick i mean like what 15 20 minutes 90 minutes tops <laughs> so, Night, exactly like yeah. we never go over 90 we never go over 90 we so go that's, anywhere that's from 15 minutes to 90 minutes <laughs> mostly in the 85 to 90 minute range so, <laughs> Oh man. All right, man. Well, listen, let's uh, wrap up our Cyber Monday recap. Yeah. Um, sounds like we, we're, we're very happy to keep Wise and Aquara in business. They uh, are. Right now, those are our, be go-to, our go-to home automation or home device uh, vendors. Um, but if anybody's got some suggestions of other things, maybe you picked up on Cyber Monday or you were eyeing and decided not to pull the trigger on for some reason, we'd love to hear from you about those as well. Uh, so Brian, let's run off the details about how people get a hold of us. Yeah, uh, send us send us an email at info at the mesh TV. Info at the mesh TV. Tell us, uh, tell us, you know, what you want us to uh, to pass on, either good, good, bad, or ugly uh, uh, purchases that you had and uh, things that mm-hmm. you're looking at. We'd love to love to pass those along. Uh, sure. You can also go to the website www.brothers-in-tech.com. All right. So that's how you get a hold of us. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up next time we get together. It'll be another topic on something regarding family, home, or personal technology. We'd typically like to throw out some uh, Brothers in Tech suggestions. We do some Brothers in Tech, uh, what do we call it? Brothers in Tech efficiency. Mm-hmm. Efficiencies. Yeah. The bites. Efficiency. Mm-hmm. The bites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to do some more bites of those. That's, that's, I've started bottling yeah. up a few more of those myself. And uh, just so you know, me redoing my laptop and kind of reinstalling everything and kind of getting a fresh start on it, uh, I've really focused in on making everything as as absolutely clean and as efficient as possible when operating my computer. And I found a few little things I did that I realized over the years I've never gone around to do and have always cost me a little bit of time every day 
and just taking the plunge to go in and fix those things and make some of those efficiencies has really paid off. So nice. we'll need to share some of those as we go along, some ideas for people as well. So cool. So yeah, let's good. do it. All right. We will get together soon again. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. And we will look forward to talking to you all next time. All right. Take care, everyone. See you, Brian. Bye-bye.